friends. Welcome to The Chris Show. I was thinking I need to come up with something, like some music or something at the beginning and end of a, my podcast. That's what you do, right? Like that's what people do? I don't know. We'll get to that. Um. Anyway, how's it going? Guys, today is a magical day. Today is Angie Day. So I live in Canada. I think I'm going to say that every every episode just to make sure that you guys understand what I'm dealing with. <sighs> Some days are better than others, but here's my thing is uh, I am I love America. I'm very proud to be American. I live in Canada. When I find things that are in Canada and only in Canada that I love, I take hold and I grasp onto them with a vice-like grip. <laughs> And I have a list. I do have, I keep a running list so that when there's two feet of snow on the ground, the wind is blowing, it's negative 20 degrees outside Fahrenheit, not Celsius, negative 20 degrees Fahrenheit, which is 30 Earths, which is 52 degrees below the freezing temperature of water. Anyway, on those days, I can look at my list and be like, yeah, but I have this <laughs> or I have this. Fun fact. Something that we do not have here, but that I love in the United States, crumble cookies. Any fans out there? If you've never had a crumble cookie, please go try. Just even the the classic pink sugar cookie is my girl's favorite. And it is it is just so big and so delicious. Anyway, word on the street is we are getting a crumble. The first crumble in Canada opened end of last month, the last day of last month, in a city that is about five hours away from us, five hours north. I don't I don't really go north in the wintertime. It's already cold here. I don't know why I would go to someplace colder. Um, but it's five hours away. And I think one is coming here. I think we're gonna we might actually be getting two. Anyway, I'm very, very excited about this. Why did I start talking about crumble? Oh, okay. Things that I love. Things in Canada that I love. One of those things that's on my list is Angie. Angie is my massage therapist. She is a, she's like, she's a ther therapist in every sense of the word. Like massage, just a good person to talk to. Like I always feel wonderful physically, emotionally, spiritually, when I leave, it's just a, a wonderful experience. Here's the thing with Angie. You don't go to her to just have a nice, relaxing, feel-good massage. You go to her and she fixes you. She has magic hands and sometimes it really, really hurts, but she fixes you. When I first moved to Canada, I, so I have, I have TMJ problems. Um, if you don't know what TMJ is, it stands for something, something joint. I don't, I could, you know what? It's not like we don't have the entire information in the world at our fingertips. Let's consult Google. Dear Google, what does TMJ stand for? We're going to look it up. TMJ causes disorder. Nope. I just want to know what it means. It is the, oh boy, 
temporomandibular joints. Tempor- temporomandibular joints. Say that five times fast. Temporomandibular. Temporal. Bleh. Bleh. Anyway, it's the two joints that connect your lower jaw to your skull. So I have had temper TMJ. We're gonna call it TMJ. Um, TMJ issues for a long, a long time. Um, I think honestly, I think I had them because of my braces. Word to the wise. Just little little public service announcement. Don't trust an orthodontist who doesn't have straight teeth. I think that that's that's a pretty good rule of thumb. What happened was when I went to go get braces, I didn't get braces until I was I think I was 16. I was a junior in high school. And I went to this this person that my friend had recommended and she bless her heart, she had some a lot of things going on with her teeth before she had braces. It was it was a lot. And he fixed everything in a year and a half. Just a year and a half. When I was thinking like, oh no, you're like at least four years, right? My little 16-year-old brain. And so, and I had gone to an orthodontist appointment with her just because we were, I don't know, I was over at her house and she had a, an appointment. Anyway, and he was like this cool, I remember him being like cool Santa Claus. Like he, he wasn't like as big as you would picture Santa Claus to be a little bit trimmer, but he had the beard and he rode motorcycles anyway. And he, I do remember he had perfectly straight, beautiful pearly whites. Uh, his name was, I can, his name was Dr. Derringer. Why do I remember that? I don't know, but Dr. Derringer. And so I was like, I want braces because I want my teeth to be perfectly straight. I'm going to go to Dr. Derringer. So go do all the consultation, get the imprint, they come up with the plan. I get my braces on with Dr. Derringer. He retires. He retires and he sells his practice to this other guy whose name I don't remember. And that's probably a good thing because he was terrible. He, like I said, did he had he did not have straight teeth and that should have been my first clue I should have been like mom we gotta go elsewhere but I didn't and so I saw him uh for a year year and a half two years I think almost two years I had him on when I was 16 I got him on when I was 16 um had them through high school had them through my first year of college and actually I would go my dad traveled a lot for work at the time. And so he had a lot of frequent flyer miles and it was cheaper for me to fly home to go get my braces adjusted at home than it was for me to just switch everything over to a new orthodontist where I was going to college in Utah. And so every, what is it? Six or eight weeks, I would fly home to get my braces adjusted. And this orthodontist, I remember going and there were a couple times I went and he would just look at my mouth and be like, yeah, okay. He like wouldn't, wouldn't touch anything and just say, yep, it's fine. We'll see you in six weeks. And I was like, uh, okay. And one time, and it, it, it drove me nuts because I, I wanted results. I was done with being the only college freshman I knew who still had braces on her face, who still looked like she was 15 years old. Um, 
and I just wanted, I wanted to be done with it. So one time I went in for my appointment on a Friday. He did nothing. I called them Monday morning before my flight. And I said, Hey, I, you didn't do anything. Like let's, let's speed this process up a little bit. I went back into the office, told him, I was like, I need this. Like something needs to be changing. Something needs to be working. And you didn't touch anything. And he, what he told me, I didn't want it to be uncomfortable for you. And that's why he didn't do anything to my teeth. That's why he didn't change the wire. That's why he didn't crank anything. And I was like, I don't care if I have to eat yogurt and drink from a straw for the next six to eight weeks. Like, let's speed this process up. And so he did. Because I told him to, he tightened my braces. And we moved things along. And then from there, he, every time, made sure he tightened my braces because he knew I was coming back and hurting for more if he didn't. And thankfully, on my 19th birthday, I got my braces off. But after that, TMJ issues. I would go to dance classes. I remember specifically dance classes. I would come home and I did, I did ballroom dance um, for, for my school. I went to Brigham Young University. I was never on the touring team. I was on one of the backup teams. I'm throwing that out there now. Sounds like a pretty big deal. I felt like I was a big deal, but in the grand scheme of things, I was not the biggest deal of all the deals. Anyway, uh, but after dance classes, I remember I would come home and my jaw would be locked. I could, I could open it maybe half an inch and that was it. And in order for me to extend my jaw the whole way, I would have, you would hear this audible crack and you could hear it. it was loud and it was painful. It hurt so bad. And that was what I would have to do. I would have to crack my jaw basically to open it, to be able to do things like chew and eat food and talk like a normal person. I won't lie. When you are dating and you are maybe in a romantic situation and you are making out, it's really a buzzkill when all of a sudden your jaw is going every time you open your mouth. It just was not, it wasn't hot. It was not hot. Uh, so I've had these issues for a really long time. And I went to dentists to see what what could be done about it because I'd heard different treatment ideas. I'd heard you could get a mouth guard, you could do Botox, different things like that. And uh, but every dentist I've been to says that there's no evidence that I grind my teeth, and that that is typically what is like what causes the pain and the tightness and like the tension headaches and things like that is the is grinding your teeth and there's no evidence that I do that. So while that's good and I'm glad I know that because then I'm not going to spend hundreds of dollars on a mouth guard that's not going to do anything um, and I'd rather put the Botox in other parts of my face besides my jaw. But yeah, there was just there was just nothing. Sorry, if you can hear my dog. I love him, but he gets really excited at, particularly when he sees Black Labs running behind our house. And so that's probably what he's barking at right now. I love him. He's a wonderful puppy. This side of him, not my favorite. Moving on. So I've had these 
TMJ issues for a long time. And when we moved to Canada, it was getting to the point where I was just, I was just getting tension headaches from it. And I wasn't dancing anymore. I wasn't doing stuff. I, I, I didn't know why it was just, anyway, it was just happening. So I was sitting downstairs one day and I just Googled like, well, maybe massage. So I Googled TMJ massage Lethbridge. And this woman's name popped up and her phone number. And I said, you know what? What the heck? Like, we're just going to, we're, we're going to try. And so I called her and I left a message and she called me back, I think later that day and told me she could get me in for that next Tuesday. And I have been seeing her every month or two for the last, how long have I been here? Almost nine years. Because she changed my life. And when I say that she fixes you and she, it, it hurts, she will put gloves on and stick her fingers inside my mouth. She'll massage the outside of my jaw. And it is, it doesn't feel great, but she will put on gloves and she'll stick her fingers inside my mouth back to that, um, like where your jaw and your cheekbone anyway in there and she will massage in there and tears regularly stream down my face. I actually told her when I was pregnant, um, that she was my preparation for labor. Like I, especially with Hayden, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know what, uh, contractions felt like, but I knew that they were painful. I also knew they only lasted like 30 minutes or 30 minutes. Can you imagine? Oh, 30 seconds to a minute. And so when Angie has her fingers in my mouth and is massaging me and tears are streaming down my face, she can only hold those trigger points for about the same amount of time. So when I was pregnant, I remember sitting there and just focusing on embracing the the pain, breathing through it, and just knowing it was not going to last. Just kind of putting myself into trying to, I don't know, what's the hypnobirthing? I never actually did the hypnobirthing, but this is as close as my DIY mind. Like, I'm going to do it yourself hypnobirthing as close as I could get to it. But I would sit there and I would just breathe through these massages. And that was my preparation for labor. And you know what? When I had Hayden, um, I, there was a point where my epidural wore off on one half of me. And so I actually did feel what the contractions were like on one side of me. And I remember sitting there thinking, I was like, yep, yep. That, that, that helped. Like <laughs> those, those intermouth those inner mouth, uh, massages really did. Yeah. They prepped me. Okay. Okay. I can, I can do this. Thankfully with when I had Hayden, I, uh, the epidural, they did get it to work. Thankfully, very gratefully. I did not have to push her out without an epidural because that would have been a whole, we'll, we'll get into that sometime. She was eight pounds, nine ounces. She was not a small baby. She tore me up pretty bad. And so very grateful for, the miracle of modern medicine and for anesthesiologists who know what they're doing. Side note, my little brother is becoming an anesthesiologist. And that just kind of, I love my little brother. 
I respect my little brother. I respect the training he is getting. But it still is a little weird to be like, my little brother is is a doctor. My little brother. Like the one who picked on all of the other little siblings. He didn't pick on me because I was the oldest and he knew better. But I saw him pick on all the other little siblings. I know the, the things that he did. This is the kid who like wouldn't answer the phone. And now he's uh, like, cause he was too shy. And uh, now he is sticking in, sticking needles in the backs of pregnant women. And when he is done, they are sitting back and singing his praises and wanting to kiss his face. Because that's how I felt after, like when they take that pain away, it is just, you, you, you can't help but love them. You really, you really can't because they just saved you from a lot. Anyway, so back to massage. I get to see Angie tonight and I'm really excited. And I even, I sometimes I'm tried to do the massage to myself on my, on my jaw. And I just, I can't, I can't. So excited to be able to open my mouth all the way again. Oh, do you guys hear that? I'm going to listen to that. Hold on. I think you might, if you can hear that, that's my jaw. And if it just grossed you out, I really apologize. I should have given you a warning. I'll put, I'll put that in the notes. Warning. If jaw cracking and jaw snapping makes you queasy, stop listening at around like 17 minutes. Okay. Okay. I will. Thanks for that. I will, I will warn you of that. So yeah, that's my day. That's my story. If anybody else suffers from TMJ and you go to a dentist and they tell you that they can make you a mouth guard for $300, but that there's no evidence that you grind your teeth, but they can make you that mouth guard anyway, save yourself the $300. Go find somebody who does TMJ massage and give that a try first. Because the other nice thing is, is that she can only work on my jaw for so long and then she fixes the rest of me. So it's a pretty great setup. Can be honest. Anyway. All right, guys. I will talk to you later when I can move my mouth a little bit more and a little bit more freely. And I hope you guys have a great rest of the day, whatever it is that you're doing. I should probably go rotate laundry. Okay. I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening. Bye.